Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another GDT Tuesday. I am your host, Cody. With me, per the usual, Mr. John Spainhauer from the Chicago office. How are you doing, John? Doing great, Cody, and so happy to be here. Just so excited. Finally, a uh, as you'd call it, a, a decently good GDT today. Let's not get carried away on that one, but we will say that there are at least some signs that we may possibly be finding a bottom out here. All right. Well, that sounds better than the last one we had to talk about. Yeah, you betcha. I do want to point out that this will be, I think, the 10th lower auction in a row. No, excuse me, at least on whole milk powder. In terms of actual auctions, this will be the fifth lower auction in a row, and this will be the ninth auction out of the last 10 that's lower here. So we are still lower, but boy, it's been a a long slug down here starting in the middle of March. And here we are all the way in August and still trying to find a bottom, but there were certainly some signs out here today that we might be finding it. First thing I'd like to point out is that uh, when when people ask us what are your what are your thoughts on what uh, how the GDT is going to turn out, I like to use a little parlor trick of mine, and that is going straight to the uh, SGX futures, and a lot of times they do a, a pretty good job of pointing out where we might be going on the next auction. They generally get the direction right, anyhow. This time, you know, their their performance was a little weird. Coming into the auction, we would have said that S&P would have been down about 3.5%. It actually came in unchanged today, and that came in at unchanged at roughly $1.60 a pound on the price. As we go to whole milk powder, though, it was that the futures were actually forecasting that whole milk powder was going to be unchanged on the day, and whole milk powder came in 3.6% lower. So it it was kind of an auction that, I don't want to say it defied expectations, but was certainly different than expectations. As we move forward here, AMF was actually down 9.6%, which bizarrely butter which is is a a fat product, but slightly different, was up 0.2%. So the straight AMF really got hammered there, whereas butter up 0.2%. And butter is going to come in on this auction looking okay, right? It's going to come in at about that 230 level in there on the GDT. As we move to cheese, though, this was cheese was really the one that outperformed everything here today. Came in 4.3% higher at an average price of 227. So when we look across the the whole composite index, we were down 2.9% on the GDT index. You know that is lower. However, our S&P seems to have found a bit of a bottom. Butter actually seems to have found a little bit of a bottom. And the cheddar side certainly starting to bump back up here, being 4.2 to 4.3% higher. So it's really that whole milk powder price that's still kind of the bugbear in here. It's the one that gives me a little bit of trepidation on saying, hey, we've definitely found a bottom and we're turning a corner. I don't have it the index quite built out right now, but coming into this auction, whole milk powder was about $500 a ton cheaper than the what we would consider synthetic whole milk powder. And although AMF was lower on this one, whole milk powder itself was lower as well. So I suspect that whole milk powder, that, that premium that the products are trading to whole milk powder is you know still about $500 a ton. I, I like to get more specific with that. We just haven't been able to run the calculation 
at the time of this recording. However, with that in mind, it says to us that, you know, whole milk powder is still for sale. It still hasn't quite found a bottom and its performance today was less than expected. Again, though, looking out across the other products, they seem to be doing pretty well. And what that probably tells us is that the Chinese aren't quite back here in force in the way that they were this time last year or throughout the spring. They're just not quite here. And as a result, the, the New Zealanders, they're either going to make whole milk powder or they're going to make other products. And China is their number one destination for that whole milk powder. Other places like Sri Lanka do a nice job taking up some of that product as well. But it's really China that really hasn't shown back up in full force. Again, I, I think we're all sitting on the sidelines speculating, saying, I know China's got to come back into the market. And the answer is, yes, you're probably correct. But we it's just impossible to predict. And I can say, again, they, they pulled away from the market back in March. And people said next week they're coming back. And then the next week they said they're coming back. And here we are all the way in the middle of August and they're still not back in the way we would have anticipated. And as a result, the, the home out powder price is still moving lower as well as the overall GDT price. So I guess with China not quite being back into the GDT right now, John, are there any other countries that stood out on this auction as, as big buyers? Yeah, you bet. And uh, I think it really, uh, as we look across the geographic regions, the Chinese participation, again, not horrible. It's 2% higher than it was on the same auction last year. It's just not, it's not really gangbusters, right? And this time last year, we were kind of at the lower end of their participation. So not saying much. However, go out to Southeast Asia, up 119% really kicking away here, right? You know, when we compare to where they were last year at this time, it was a somewhat low number, but it really Southeast Asia continues to perform on the GDT. And then as we look at the Middle East, North Africa, up 180%. Those are big numbers uh, from a percentage standpoint. It's important to keep in mind that they, they are traditionally not huge buyers or they kind of come in and out. And then finally, I would say another big, somebody else that stands up would be Europe or people in Europe. Not really sure where that's going. But what when we look at that geographic breakdown, what it tells us is that some people that might not generally participate on the GDT for products like cheese, butter, and skim milk powder are actually coming to the GDT to secure that product. And one of the reasons that they're probably doing that is because Europe is so darned expensive. And you say, well, again, why is Europe so darn expensive? Let's just go back in time. We, we've seen it time and time again that due to the environmental restrictions that have taken place in Europe, milk supply and milk production has been curtailed. It's really pulled back and we don't expect it to get any better. In fact, there's been some legislation passed here in the past few weeks in Ireland. That means that we'll probably see milk production even in Ireland pull back due to environmental regulations. So again, trying to tie that together is European milk production has pulled back, maybe a stabilized, but not going to be growing. Some people that might normally be buyers from Europe are saying, well, if I can't get it from Europe, where can I get it from? They're going to get it from New Zealand and they're going to get it from the US. At this moment in time, New Zealand is the cheaper butter price. And, and so that puts them out there and, and probably buying butter out there. In terms of the cheese, 
New Zealand is a little bit more expensive from us, but we were able to capture some volumes on cheese exports that might normally have come out of New Zealand simply because we were the only people that had product available over the last year. Now things have calmed back down and I think people are paying a little bit of a premium to get a hold of the New Zealand stuff simply from all the logistics problems that we had here in the U.S. However, I do want to point out that I think U.S. cheese exports are strong or were strong. They are strong and we think they will continue to be strong. And I just want to throw a shout out. We got the June export report that came out last week. June cheese exports were a record cheese volume. That's just really incredible. Whey exports and whey product exports were another record volume. We've been saying it on this program forever. We were priced correctly or we were priced at an, an advantage. We captured exports. We, we, we were putting some record volumes through out there. We will probably continue to capture some of those exports. But again, I think what your geographic breakdown is a testimony to is the fact that Europe just doesn't have the product to offer, or at least they don't have it at the price that's as competitive as it might be with the GDT price or the U.S. price. Understood. With this GDT, John, with everything that you've kind of just gone through, is there anything that really stands out about this global auction that we just had besides North Asia and Southeast Asia coming back to them? I guess, you know, as I pointed out earlier, the whole milk powder price was a bit of a disappointment um, in terms of expectations. However, the skim milk powder price, or let me just say the, the product prices, right? Skim, cheddar, butter, they seem to be standing away from whole milk powder, the weakness in whole milk powder and saying, yes, we realize, you know, the product does have a premium when you put it in aggregate to whole milk powder. We should see those prices weakening and they're not. We seem to have found stability out here. Come back here to the U.S. markets and what was the reaction? Nonfat dry milk was higher today and the, the nonfat futures traded almost limit up today. In some cases, they did. The cheddar price today, we didn't really do anything, but our futures immediately reacted and some of our contracts were limit up today on cheese. Come over to the butter side. It just says, hey, we're, we're in good shape. The spot butter price declined today, but our butter futures have rallied. I guess if I were just to take anything away from it, it just tells me we're, we're at least the product prices are trying to find a bottom out here. I'm not committed to the idea that we absolutely have, but this is certainly one of the better signs that we've seen in the last few months, despite the fact that that whole milk powder price step started moving lower. My guess is that we might see on the next auction that whole milk powder price start to rebound and maybe a little bit of weakness on the, the products. But if those product prices start taking off, I bet you you'll see that whole milk powder price jump back up again. Well, speaking of the next auction, uh, looks like that one is going to be the first full week in September. So we actually have a three-week lag this time before we get our next uh, GDT Tuesday. Well, I certainly will miss you during that extra week off, Cody, but uh, I think I'll survive. Well, we'll hope so. We'll jump right back in in about three weeks. But until then, I think it's going to do it for another GDT Tuesday. John, as always, appreciate your insight on this. And thank you for sharing that with all the listeners. 